Welcome to the Tandem Talk Show, where we help women dial in their nutrition and fitness so that they can lose fat, tone up, and transform their lives. And now your host from Tandem Nutrition, Coach G. Welcome, everyone, to a brand new episode of the Tandem Talk Show. This is episode 35, and this episode is just one of those episodes that you're going to save and rewind and, and just go back and listen to because this is the episode I've been waiting months for. I'm so excited. I'm joined here by my special guest, friend, mentor, and colleague, Matt Timby, and we have a very exciting topic to go over today. And before we do, I just want to welcome every new listener to this podcast. If you're not sure who the Tandem Nutrition Team are, we are the women's fat loss experts, and we help women around the world lose fat, tone up, and transform their lives in a healthy and sustainable way. And if you're not yet a part of our free Facebook group, you can go to www.tandemnutrition.com forward slash Facebook to get free instant access to not only our best fat loss resources, but also live recordings just like this. And for everyone who has been a loyal follower for um, since we started, thank you for being here. And along with every other episode, I want to begin by going over a few wins from our Tone Up VIP team. As you know, we're a women's fat loss coaching team helping women dial in their nutrition and fitness to lose fat, tone up and transform their lives. And I just want to give a, a just a few big shout outs to a few of our amazing clients, make some big changes in their health and their lives. As you know, we have a coach team of five amazing coaches. And, and just real quickly, I want to give a, give a shout out to a few amazing clients that are, again, making some great progress right now. First off, we have Crystal Williamson, who's being coached by Coach Boston. She's down a, a total of 23 pounds in just 12 weeks. That is absolutely amazing. I, I still remember my very first call with her and how she was just super busy working as a nurse, working full-time as a mom, and just wasn't going anywhere with her, her weight loss progress. But through her, her patience and consistency of her program, she is down almost 25 pounds, which is simply incredible. So Great job, Crystal. We also have Ashley Stevens, who is down, get this, 12 pounds in exactly 12 weeks. So that is outstanding progress, Ashley. Amazing job. And last but not least, we also have Madison Land, coached by Coach Layla. Uh, she's down uh, almost nine centimeters, measuring inches, uh, measuring her circumferences in just four weeks. So as you know, weight loss isn't about just losing weight. It's about losing body fat and toning up. And sometimes you're gaining some muscle mass, you're dropping body fat, and the scale is not always the sole indicator of your progress. So, hey, great job, ladies. I'm really proud of, of you all. And I, I know we'll have some more wins for, uh, for us next week as we go live again in our Facebook group. Now, without further ado, I want to introduce a very special guest uh, to everyone tonight. The guest that I've been working hard to get on the show for the last six months, Matt Timby. How are you doing, brother? Garrett, I'm great. Thanks for having me. Hey, before before you go any further, wow, that's awesome. Crystal, 23 pounds in 12 weeks. Ashley, 12 pounds in 12 weeks. Madison, nine centimeters in four weeks. Those are awesome 
that's awesome progress. Those are awesome wins. Um, we do something similar in our community. So we, we call it Winners Win Friday. So in our private Facebook group, um, that's just for members of the gym in, in Elvira community, um, I'll make a post to start the day and I share whatever my win was for the week. It doesn't have to be health and fitness related. It's just anything in life that I'm proud of. And then we'll highlight some of our members' wins as well. And then we open it up to members to comment and share their wins. And then we have a vault, which is the name of our gym. And uh, so then we, we bring people in and then they can sign the winner's win wall. Um, wow. And so then they get their pictures taken. It's, it's pretty cool. And it's, it's encouraging to see that within the community. And you guys have done such a great job of cultivating that within your community because it's about celebrating the milestones. Mm. This is about a life change process. And Crystal, Ashley, and Madison are, are just crushing it. And, and they're changing their life in a sustainable way. So congratulations to them. And a nice job by you and your team. Absolutely. Well, thank you, Matt. That's really great to add. And so cool that you guys do something very similar um, at um, in, in your organization too. And um, can I go along with that too? I want to kind of transition and really talk, talk about, um, actually speak about the topic. I don't think I've, I've mentioned what we're going over tonight, but this is a topic that I feel that you are undoubtedly an expert in. In fact, I was watching one of your stories one time on and um, on, on Instagram, I'm like, wow, this, he had some passion and it was like three, four, five, maybe minutes long. And I just listened to every single one. Today's topic, wh what we're going to talk about is, is the fact that no one is coming to save you. And Matt has some very special information he wants, he wants to cover. What he's going to cover today um, through our discussion and interview is five steps to take to, to retake full ownership of your life. And so, Matt, um, as we get into this, let me ask you this. What what uh, prompted you to put that initial message on Instagram as you did? And what made you so passionate about this one subject? Yeah, so um, a, a quick background of, of me so that people know where I'm coming from. So um, I, as far as my career goes, um, I was a corporate leader at Target. Uh, I was a store director for nine years. And uh, in 2016, that's actually when you and I met. Um, actually, we might have met in 2017, but in 2016, I started coaching clients online with, with uh, nutrition and training. Yes. And um, so then as I found, I love Target. I, I bled little bullseyes. If you cut me open, it would be little bullseyes everywhere. Um, and, but as my career went on, my gift is um, building teams and building community. And I felt like I was making less, of, less and less of an impact on people's lives outside of just my team. Like we served our guests so they would have a better shopping experience in the store. But at the end of the day, nobody remembers that. And it wasn't very fulfilling. We were selling toilet paper and plungers, which in 2020 was actually really important. But prior to that, and I left before 2020, um, prior to that, it wasn't a huge deal. So in 2018, while I was still at Target, I opened uh, Vault. Um, health and fitness, which is a, a studio gym in Perrysburg, Ohio, which is where I live. And um, I also bought a gym with um, our, our mutual friend, Scott Stevenson, who also is a, is a coach. And uh, so that's down in Cincinnati. And that's a pay for access gym, right? And what, what people pay for in your community or in my community is they pay for coaching. Um, so anyways, that's kind of a quick background of myself. And I had this, this conversation with somebody that came in. So we used to, and, you know, I think it's really important in anybody's journey with changing your habits to change mm. your lifestyle is you have to be able to admit 
there's a lot of humility in this process um, and you have to be able to admit when you made a mistake. And so COVID really saved our business. In fact, I did a, I wrote an article about that and it was actually featured in a, in a, na a national ad campaign wow. with the mentorship group that I work with um, because it was a great testimonial for them of how, how COVID drove me to a solution that I desperately needed. And prior to COVID, I didn't even know that I needed the solution. So um, anyways, we do this process. So the, the mistake that we made was we were, uh, we were part of a franchise and it was kind of like a group training franchise. So kind of like F45, which I know is a, a big deal out in um, on Fishers and, and Carmel and um, Indianapolis. And F45, they're great at what they do. Um, however, a group atmosphere is not necessarily the right solution for everybody. Mm -hmm. uh, it's an individual journey with your health and your fitness, and it needs to be an individualized approach. So we used to do mm. the same thing, like a week free, two weeks free, a month free, like we did everything for free. Um, <laughs> and, and so there's no skin in the game. There's no, you pay attention to what you pay for, right? And so um, what I learned through my mentorship program, which I'm still in, it's called uh, Two Brain Business. So if anybody owns a fitness business that's watching this, definitely check them out. Um, so we learned to stop doing things for free and throwing people into a group to start because I, I, I don't know you. I don't know what your limitations are. I don't know what you're good at. I don't know what your goals are. I don't know why they're your goals. And so it didn't make any sense. We just throw them into a group, but think about it like Orange Theory, F45, TrueFit when we were TrueFit, um, FitBody Bootcamp, all of these studios do this. They just throw you in and it, studios have commoditized intensity, right? It's intensity, it's loud music, you know, uh, your F45 where you sometimes train um, has a DJ, which is really cool. And so people like that stuff. It's flashy, it's sexy, it's marketable, but it's not necessarily personal. And so what led to the rant, going back to your initial question, um, is we had a guy come in for what we call no sweat intro, where that's just a one-on-one -on -one conversation. Usually it's 45 minutes to an hour, depending on how much you wanna share. And he's a successful entrepreneur. Um, he's in his mid forties. He, um, he doesn't necessarily work anymore. Like he is, he's made so much income re recurring income that he can do. He has, he has bought the freedom of his time. And he also has freedom of finances, which is like the ideal spot for anybody listening, including you and I, right? So he can do whatever he wants, but he's also 200 pounds overweight and he's in his mid forties. He has no energy. He has no confidence and it bleeds into his relationships. He got divorced a few years ago and it, it touches everything in his life. And we have this really great conversation and he, I said, Hey, are you, are you ready to take action? Like we, we talked about his game plan after we, we really went into the details and he said, um, Hey, I, I really need to think about this. And so what I've learned in, in selling is that if I don't, if you don't make a commitment with you right in front of me, I'm either never going to see you again, or I'm never even going to hear from you again. And typically what happens because I've tracked the data on this over the last 10 months, since I've been doing these is that typically if I do hear from you again, it's three to six months down the road and guess how much action you've taken. Nothing. So your situation's actually gotten worse. And I allowed my fear, you and I had a private conversation right before we jumped on, but I allowed my discomfort of pushing this guy. I truly believe that in Northwest Ohio, that my team and I 
we are the best possible solution for somebody's problem. We're not the gym where it's the leanest, fittest, strongest, fastest people. Our, our motto is unlock your better. It's about you and what means what it means to you to get better. And I truly believe that with everything in my body and everything in my heart, everything in my mind, that we are the best solution for people. And so, yes, you can go and look for somebody else. That's fine. Nobody's going to care more about it than we will. And, and there's not a better structure or, or program. But I, I allowed my discomfort of challenging him and saying, what is holding you back? Why do you need to continue to think about this? You, you just shared with me that you've been thinking about doing something for the last three years. You took the step to go to the website. You took the step to show up. I'm a complete stranger and you just shared your entire life story and all of your pain and vulnerability. You just shared it with me. So either I made him uncomfortable, he either didn't believe that he was going to use the service or he didn't think it was going to work. The other, the other barrier that we find is that somebody's not, not the decision maker. So if you, know, you and I shared a bank account and I didn't clear something with you, then I wouldn't make the purchase today until I'd spoken to you about it. Those are the three main reasons that we find somebody doesn't take action. They're not the decision maker. They don't think that it's going to work or they're not going to use it. He had shared in that conversation that if he wasn't comfortable with somebody, that he wouldn't do it. So when he walked out, I was like, okay, we're So I booked a call with him the next day. I said, we're going to, I'm going to call you at this day. I'm going to call you tomorrow at this time. Will you pick up? And he said, yep, I'll pick up. Cause you have to get a commitment for somebody because this is part of the process. They have to commit. And so I, I called him, he didn't pick up. And so I texted him and said, Hey, you missed our call. When can we talk? And then I went into my email. I'd been, um, I'd been with, with other people earlier in the morning. And I saw that he had emailed me a little bit before the call and said, Hey, you know, thanks for your time. I, I really think that what you guys have going on is great. Um, I just have too many things going on in my life right now. Um, I'm, I'm not going to do anything right now. And so that's what actually prompted me to do that story because I was frustrated with myself for not pushing because when somebody can just send an email, they're not going to have an open conversation a lot of times, right? Um, because you can hide kind of behind the keyboard. If we're face-to-face, -face, we can have an open, transparent conversation about what that pain point is. Coaches, the best coaches in the world. So you have mentors, you've paid a lot of money to work with the mentors that you worked with. And there's so much noise in social media, in books, in podcasts, in all of these learning platforms. But the most important person, the most important coach is the one that helps you take action on this one specific thing right now. And I was pissed at myself that I didn't take him, I didn't help him take action or at least have an open dialogue so he could hear himself saying, this is more important than all of this pain that I shared. But this one thing or these, you know, these business transactions is more important than fixing the rest of my life. When it didn't make sense, I can see it, but oftentimes we can't see the biggest problems with herself. Somebody else needs to kind of hold us accountable to that. And I, I missed the boat. And so I don't know what, what the outcome of his story is, but I sent him a long email and I said, you didn't buy, you didn't sign up to change your life for one of these four reasons. I would love feedback on which four or which of the four applied to you. I didn't hear from him because most people are going to feel like that's kind of abrasive. Mm. After an hour of conversations with him, I feel like he probably knows my heart well enough mm -hmm. to be like, oh, he's actually trying to help. And some people don't take it that way right away. 
but some people will come around. So we just had somebody come back to the gym. She'd finished her intro program. We do five personal training sessions. And then she, something came up, right? Cause she got busy like everybody else in the world and she and her husband own a business. And so I get it. Um, and so she had told me in her no sweat intro, if, if I come up with an excuse of why not to do this, I want you to hold me accountable. So she said, Hey, I'm too busy. And I said, you told me you were going to be too busy. You told me that you have all this pain, get in here and get started. You've already paid for it. You've already started. You're just going to bail now. Why you, you told me how important this is to you. It impacts literally everything in your life. And she was pissed. She sent me a, a burner of a text back. Whoa. And I said, you told me to hold you accountable. I'm doing my part. You're not doing yours. The wow. door is open. I would love to help you at some point. And that was like, that was in February. Actually, I think she finished her program at the beginning of March. So it's been four months. And she texted me out of the blue the other day and she said, I'm ready to get started. So we met the other day and we talked about things and she signed up and she's, she's back in. So we'll see how that goes. Um, but that rant came from Ultimately, I can care more about your health than anybody else in Northwest Ohio, but you know what? I can't care about it more than you, and mm. I'm not going to chase you because over the last, since 2016 until now, I have learned I cannot convince you to prioritize your health and fitness. Mm. I've worked with you. You tried to help me as a friend. You remember, and I didn't follow through. I didn't take any action because one, you didn't make me pay for it. And so there was no, I wasn't paying attention to it because I didn't pay for it. And two, I didn't have enough pain. And I'll talk about where I'm at with pain now because it's three years after, I mean, it's legitimately like three years to the date after we talked about it and guess mm -hmm. how much action I've taken. None. <laughs> I'm, I'm in a worse spot than I was in 2018. And so I'm, I'm the client as well. I'm the, I'm the person that needs help. And I actually recently hired a coach to hold me accountable because I need that. And I need small habit changes to get me to a spot where I'm more confident. I have better energy. My clothes fit better. All the things that, that the women that you, you and your team work with, I need those things too, because I don't just a guy. Absolutely. Wow. Matt, thank you so much for sharing that story with us, man. And I can tell that you learned a lot from, um, you know, as being a coach and how to directly speak to people who, um, express initial interest in wanting to make a change, but don't follow through, whether through their commitments or through taking action on what they paid for. So, you know, we have a lot of women, we have a huge community here, over 2000 people, um, and probably many more will be listening to this episode. There's probably a handful of people stuck. Maybe, maybe that they're not sure how to take action, or they don't understand why they need to, or um, they, for some reason, they're just not taking control of their self and their health. What are some steps you mentioned before you had five key steps that you like to share that could help that person who's stuck to take full ownership of their life? What would a few of those steps be, Matt? Yeah, well, the first one is admitting that you have a problem or mm -hmm. admitting that you have pain, right? We, we don't like to admit that we have problems but we can acknowledge when we have pain. Mm, so I'll use good. myself as, as the example is three years ago, right? I'm getting ready to open the gym. Yeah. And we opened in September. You actually lived with me for about a month. You and Scott lived with me for about a month. Um, in July, of, I had just moved into this house. I moved in on July 1st of 2018. So yep. it's been three years to the day. Um, and so I was still at Target. 
And this was prior to buying the gym with Scott in Cincinnati. But my life was getting busier and busier because I was coaching with Fitness Liberty. Um, and we had I had about 40 clients at the time. And so like my life was just kind of crazy. Well, I had I was dieting a little bit in the summer because I was trying to get lean again. And I was having some success. And then I got busy and that became an excuse. And so as the last three years have progressed and time flies by, and for those of you watching that have kids, it goes even faster when you have kids or when you're married. Um, I'm not married. I don't have kids, but seeing how that impacts our clients is just insane how fast things go. So um, in 2019, I was like, I want to still look okay with my shirt off. Like it was just okay with my shirt off. And then in 2020, at the beginning of 2020, it was, I want to look good with my Lululemon shirts tucked in, right? Lululemon are very like form fitting. And I, you know, when you're wearing Lululemon, like you feel good, you look pretty good. And I wanted to have it tucked in so that people could see my physique. Cause you have to lead from the front. You have to lead by example. So that was my goal at the beginning of 2020 is, is to maintain looking good with my Lululemon shirt tucked in by the end of 2020, 2020 was a rough year to own gyms. Not sure if you heard, um, and so in, at the end of 2020, my goal was to look good with my Lululemon shirts, not tucked in. Right. So it gives me a little bit extra space. And now in 2021, it's at, at this point, I have enough pain where I actually have to take action. Two mm -hmm. things happened. One, I'm down in Cincinnati. Um, we, we hired a consultant. He's going to take over some, uh, some of our processes um, and lead our team remotely because Scott's going to be leaving Cincinnati here in the next couple months. Um, so we met in person. It was the first time I met him in person. And so we're going through like this role play situation. And he was saying, well, we would do this if that. And I said, well, we, we, you and I don't really know each other that well. So why don't you just ask me the questions and I'll give you, I'll give you the real, real responses. And so Scott's sitting next to me laughing and, um, you know, it was just a fun conversation. And so he said, um, when was the last time that you, and this was like three, maybe three weeks ago. So when was the last time that you felt confident in yourself and that you felt good about how you, how you look and how you feel? And I said, like, instinctively, I said, summer 2017. And I said it like it was yesterday. It was four years ago. And I lead people with their health and fitness every day. And it's different from what you and your team do and what my team and I do is because we actually see them in person every day. And we have conversations with them every day. I know you're in, in communication with your clients a lot. And in fact, some of them, it, it is daily, but seeing somebody in person, my, my members that have been with us for, since the beginning, they have seen a, a gradual regression. Now, most of them don't look at me close enough to say, oh, wow, like you're really slipping. But I noticed now, and what really did it was on Monday and over the weekend, I'm like, okay, so we got to start meal prepping and I'm going to be working out four to six days a week. And so like, that was already kind of something that I was, I've been focused on. I, I hired a coach after that conversation with, with the guy on our team. And uh, I, I was at a graduation party over the weekend at a member's, it was a member's daughter. Um, and so I was with, I was standing next to his wife and, and uh, we took a picture together and he sent me the picture on Monday morning and my jaw dropped. And I'm like, my clothes don't even disguise how I look anymore. Like you can see 
that I've shifted shapes. And when I stopped and thought about it, I was like, yeah, I'm in the worst shape that I've been since I graduated 12 years ago when I had a one-year gap from playing college football, excuse me, to getting into bodybuilding. I had a one-year gap where I was still the size that I was playing college football. I was like 215 pounds, but I stopped working out and I was eating like trash and I was still addicted to alcohol. And so I was drinking four or five days a week. And so like my body composition was like sliding really fast. I'm in the worst shape since then, 12 years ago. I have enough pain now. I didn't want to work out today because I knew that we had this and I was like, oh, my hair is going to be trash and I'm wearing the same shirt that I worked out in. But I said, I got to get it in because this is a commitment I've made to myself. And at this point, I do have pain because I'm embarrassed. And I know that your body composition has changed a little bit as well, but you've been more strategic about it than I have. Mine's just been, I ordered pepperoni pizzas, extra large pepperoni. That's a bacon and pepperoni pizza combined. I order it so often that like I accidentally said that when I called and ordered one day. So that, so take it from me that the first step is admitting that you have enough pain and it's time to do something about it. So second step, um, the second step is do your research because your health and fitness is one of the most intimate personal things in your life. You are born in your body. You are in your body every day of your life until the day you die. You have your health. It's one of the only things that you're born with that you also die with. You have it the entirety, the, the entire game, you, you got it. And so you have to do your research as you start this journey of who do I feel comfortable with enough to even have a conversation. And so you need to do a little bit of digging on the back end because it is your health and it's very personal. The third thing is you have to have clear goals. So you just started this podcast and I have a feeling that knowing you that you start every podcast celebrating your clients wins, right? Because it's important. It's a milestone. It's a checkpoint in the journey. Because again, we just, we just stated you're, you're born, you're born with your health. You die with your health. You own it every day in between. And so Crystal and Ashley and Madison who made great progress over the last 12 weeks and for, uh, for Madison, it was four weeks, right? Um, did I get that right? Yeah. Um, it's just a, it's a small window in time. It's great progress, but what's next? How are you going to continue to make progress? And it doesn't even, you know, I don't know if Crystal needs to lose more weight to hit her goal, right? It's her goal. I don't know her. Um, but maybe she's at her checkpoint of this is where I want to be. And now I want to maintain. Now I want to build muscle. I don't know what that looks like for her, but she's at a checkpoint. She's going to celebrate what she's done. And then she has to reassess what, what's next. And so you, if you don't have goals, I can't celebrate with you because I don't know what we're celebrating. Mm. And you're never going to be content because you don't know what you're selling. You, you don't have a target. It's kind of like, um, it's kind of like Dave Ramsey's snowball effect, right? Are you familiar with that? I, yes, I am. Okay. So and I think a lot of people will probably know who Dave Ramsey is. If, if not, and you're in debt, you should probably look him up. Um, he'll help you get out of debt. Um, it's a great thing. So the snowball effect is when you start taking these actions to pay down your debt, you start with your smallest debt first. And the reason you start with your smallest debt, even if it has the highest interest rate, is because it starts the snowball down the hill. So think about, you know, it's fresh snow in Indiana. Remember that time that it snowed and rained and I was sleeping at your house and the window was leaking? 
Oh yeah. Our mattress. Yeah. Yeah. And you were on a mattress. Oh yeah. yeah. That was, that was <laughs> yeah. I felt so bad. I was like, it was, oh, it was a good time. You were so uh, cool. Anyways, I pushed, you know, you push the snowball and it starts to build momentum because it starts to get bigger, right? It starts. Right. So you pay off that first loan. You have the money from the first loan that you were paying off. And then you start putting that money into the second uh, second smallest loan. So you can pay that off or second smallest debt. It's the same thing with um, your milestones. You hit a milestone, you celebrate it and you say, cool, I did that. What's a little bit harder than that? What, what am I still motivated by? And we do this with our members. We call them goal reviews. We sit down with, we, we offer to sit down with every member every 90 days. So we have a body composition scan. Um, so we scan and we see the progress that they've made with their fat loss the progress that they've made with their, their muscle building and the progress that they've made with, are they holding more water? Cause that's part of your lean body mass. Um, or are they, you know, have they decreased? And so, you know, I don't think you guys have that cause you guys are, you know, a remote business, but um, the, the last client, I think Madison, who's lost the nine centimeters, you guys take measurements because you don't have a machine like that. That's not measuring body composition change. So she's the same weight. I think you said, but she's, her, her measurements has changed a lot. So her body is changing. Her strength training is paying off. Her, her high protein intake is paying off. And so you need to start to build those. You need to start building momentum by celebrating the milestones. That's number three. Can I circle back to number two real quick about yeah, doing I actually, I actually have a question about number two. Yeah. I want to ask you, because I think this is a really important topic. And especially with the surge in, you know, online and, and even more, well, I guess, more online nutrition and fitness coaches there right now since the pandi- pandemic and just yeah. with the, the, surge the, is, the surge is universal. It yeah, is. yeah, absolutely. You know, when it comes to doing your research to find a coach that, that you feel you know, comfortable sharing more information with, what are a few key things that someone should um, maybe uh, look for or pay attention to when they're looking to hire a coach? What, what would you recommend there? So if I'm, if I'm the, if I'm the client, um, and from that perspective, things that, that are important. So the two biggest, um, the two biggest pain points that we see with people in person is they don't have time or they don't feel like they have time and they struggle with consistency Mm. with probably with anything in life, really, like other than going to work consistently or taking care of the kids consistently, like those are the two like staples that that you kind of have to do. Um, but in terms of taking care of yourself, that is typically a pain point. So um, proximity, a lot of times is important to, to people with you guys. It's not. So what, I mean, 90% of people that come and sit down with me have done a Google review or they've, they've done a Google search. Um, and so they look at all the gyms in Northwest Ohio. We have the most five-star reviews. Um, we only have five-star reviews and our members that have left those reviews have all left detail reviews because I, I like to believe that we've added so much value instead of just clicking five stars and being done. They wanted to share their experience. They wanted to share the impact that we've made. And so that goes, that speaks volumes, our website, it talks about the progress. It lays out the process so you can be comfortable day one. Also, when you, you know, if you request pricing or you request, or you, you go to set up an appointment, you hear from me almost right away. It's almost immediate. Um, and we have processes and systems or me or somebody on our team. And so again, like think about any relationship that you're building, 
that's kind of what you want. You want to know that they have a good reputation. You want to know that they have integrity. You want to know that they're trustworthy. You want to know that they're responsive. And so all of those things leads to a conversation. I think you guys kind of do the same thing. Like they, they jump on a call with you and probably similar to our process that's in person, but you're either on a Zoom call or, or on the phone. Right. And, and so I think it comes down to, do you feel like this person's genuine? And do you feel like they have the solution that you're looking for? Mm-hmm. I, you know, the, the example that I have here is I just fired a cleaning crew at, at the gym. And uh, I won't get into to that part, but as I've been looking for a replacement, um, I had three companies come in. One was like, it was way too much. Like it was just, it was, it was through the roof and it doesn't add enough value where I'm willing to pay double what I'm currently paying. I'm paying right now. I'm paying like uh, close to 600 bucks to have the gym clean twice a week, you know, for four weeks of a month. Um, which is, I mean, think about that. Like we can, we can train somebody eight times. Yeah. It's, it's pretty comparable. So I can, I can train you eight times for 45 minutes for about the same price. Actually, I think you get a ninth session in there, but they're just cleaning the gym. It doesn't bring in more people. It's something that people expect. Um, but I'm not going to take the time to clean the gym. I did that for 18 months. It's just not effective for me. It's not, it's not the best use of my time. So we, we hired this, this clean crew. And I felt like that that was a fair price of what we were paying. They just weren't getting the job done. So there's a, the one guy comes in at like 1100 and then these other two come in and they're about $200 part. So one's at like 800 and one's at like six, pretty close to what I'm currently paying. And I called the, the lower one and said, I really can't stand the personality of, of the woman that came in and did the quote. If, if I have to have communication with her consistently, I will not do business with you because it's, it's going to create friction in my life. And I'm paying you to not have friction and I'm paying you to not have to, for me to not have to pay attention to things in the gym that are dirty or that I'm, that we've agreed to that I am paying you for. And I've specifically told you, this will be a problem. If you don't do it, I promise you will be a problem. And so you know, they came in and, you know, they changed the prices a little bit. And it was just, I could sense friction was going to be coming, even though this guy's like, I'll take care of it. You won't have to talk to her. That's fine. And this other guy came in and the guy that's 200 bucks more. So he's at like 800 bucks was a kind man, was really responsive in email, was down to earth, was transparent. And I was like, I really don't want to increase my expenses an extra 200 bucks just to get the gym clean. Because again, nobody's really going to notice the difference other than me, but it, I have enough pride in what we do and how we present things to, to our members. They deserve the best, um, that, okay, I'm going to pay 200 bucks more to have this relationship. And I actually just, I signed the paperwork today, like just a couple hours ago. And I told him, I said, I am doing business with you because of you, because I want to have a relationship with you because I think that when we move to a larger facility in a couple of years, or maybe sooner than that, you are going to take on a bigger account for us. And I want to be able to trust you. I want to be able to communicate directly with you. And so I'm willing to pay 200 bucks more for essentially the same thing. You guys have agreed to do it the same thing. I just think that you're going to do it better. So I will pay you $200 more per month because I think you're going to do it better and you're going to resolve the friction. And I'm never going to have to think about it if the gym is clean, because if it's not, I'm going to call you and I know that you'll take care of it. And so you have to have trust in your coach. You have to have that relationship. And as the client, 
I'm being transparent of what my expectations are, what my goals are when I'm trying to get out of the relationship. And he sent me a text back. I said, I, I don't want you to start until next Saturday, even though the walkthrough is on Wednesday and ideally Wednesday for you guys would be the first clean day. He said, you're the client. I don't care if we clean it on Wednesday or we clean it on Saturday. You tell me what you want. I'm like, cool. I want it done on Saturday. Perfect. Cool. We'll start Saturday. And so that to me, I feel we're off to a good start. Mm. A lot of times when somebody signs up for a program with you or signs up with a program with us, there's this phase where they, they get excited when they walk out the door, when they get off the phone with you, they're like that G that coach G baby. But then they, then there's this phase. This is a natural phase for everybody. We all go through it. There's a little bit of a phase where there is the opportunity for buyer's remorse. And so what are you going to do to reaffirm that they made a decision that they're pleased with? I had made the decision like 90 minutes before. And then I sent him an email and said, Hey, actually, I don't need you to be in here until Saturday. And he said, I work for you. We will do whatever you want. It's your facility. We serve you and your clients. That's what we're going to do. And that re that was the re the, the affirmation for me. I chose the right guy. I chose the right company. I emailed the other company and said, Hey, I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to work with another company. And if they ask me for feedback, I'll tell them you guys, there was friction. There was friction in our, in our interactions. And so, I mean, finding a coach that's going to be in, involved with your health and you're probably going to tell them other personal things. Gosh, you got to have a good relationship with them. Otherwise you're not going to get, you're not going to hit many, you're not going to celebrate many milestones. Absolutely. That's a thank you, man. You have the best stories analogies. I'm so glad you found a good cleaning crew to take care of your gym. And I love how you take pride in the small things, Matt. That's yeah. what makes you guys different. You, the important things matter for you guys. You yes. amplify the importance of the small things because ultimately the small things are the big things because the way you do one thing is the way you do everything. And that's why you guys are the best in the, in, in the, in the area, in the state of Ohio. And I hope you guys take, take over the nation too, man. I'm on your side. Let's go. Man, my man. Are we ready for step number four? Yes, let's go. You have to have, uh, Number four, I, I was I was going back to number three. You have to have clear goals. We already established that, right? Uh, so number four is you have to commit. This is a sticking point for people because it's time to it's time to to put your money where your mouth is, right? Are you going to do this or are you not? Mm. And again, typically, if you and I hit it off, and I'm like, oh man, I I've seen all of the posts that Tandem puts up on on Instagram. They get women results in a sustainable way and people only have the best things to say about them there's no reason for me not to buy it at that point except that there's probably some kind of fear in your job as the coach or my job as the coach again if if i have an objection and say i gotta think about it the likelihood of me getting back on the phone with you to tell you no is very unlikely i'm just going to ghost right that's a very 2021 thing to do i'm just going to just <laughs> Um, but if I commit right now, it's, I'm on the ledge, either you're going to do it or you're not, it's your health. How bad do you want it? How great is your pain? And are you going to live with that? And are you going to let it get worse? I'm the example. It gets worse in four years. It'll get worse every year. And so my milestones are kind of measured in years. I got worse again. I'm turning 33 tomorrow. Tomorrow, dude, happy early birthday, man. But I got worse. I got worse. There's nothing to celebrate. I got worse. And so you have to commit. That's number four. Number five is, is the one that a lot of people don't like to do. 
you have to do the work. Mm. You have to, you have to do the work and it's small daily habits. So when people see us and we're really trying to change our, our reputation. So when we rebranded, so we were called TrueFit. We were TrueFit Perrysburg. We were part of a franchise and um, we left in February. So we're, we're Vault Health and Fitness. That is our name. Just like you are Tandem Nutrition. The reason that we put health first is it goes back to unlocking your better. It's not about vault strength or vault muscle. It's about your health. It's health and fitness. People still see us as a gym. We're a coaching business. We do habit-based nutrition coaching. We do one-on-one personal training. We do small specialty group coaching. We do large group coaching. We do strength training in large group coaching, which most studios don't do. Um, you know, they'll, they'll mix stuff in, but we have sessions. It's our most popular session. It's just strength training. You're just lifting weights. There's no running or jumping. It's low <laughs> impact. Um, so that is a habit. That is a skill set. Lifting weights is a skill set. Do you agree? Absolutely. Yes. I, mean, I see some of your clients that train with you at, at the gym that you're going to now, and you're teaching them new skills. You're teaching them new movements. You're teaching them how to execute it appropriately. So they're getting the stimulus that they're trying to get in that specific muscle group. And that's a skill set that you're teaching them. And so it's, that's a small habit that they're going to pick up. And if they enjoy it and you present it in a way that they will enjoy, then they can be consistent with it, which is what most people struggle with. They don't mm. do the work consistently. That's the fix. That's number five. That's the fifth step. You know, I think even going back to number two, I think the reason, one big reason could be of not being consistent with taking action or wanting to commit again or again or again is because they failed to do the research necessary to find a coach that understands how, how to take you know, personal practicality and science and blend it to, to a system that the client enjoys. Because what you said was perfect, Matt. If you don't enjoy something, like you're not going to do it. And when you're not going to do it, you're not going to put belief in it. You're not going to get results. And you're going to be that much more hesitant to take on another commitment in the future because it's been failure after failure after failure. And so I just want to say, I'm so glad you mentioned that because it's so important to do your research. And as Sam mentioned below, um, she said reviews and support are important when finding a coach for herself. And no doubt that you guys are the most sought out gym in your area because of your reviews, because of your reputation, because the results you're getting, and also the just the responsibility you have as a leader to lead them the best you can. And that goes to show, you know, you hired two coaches and you're leading them just as, I mean, you're leading yourself just as you're leading them, which is so important in that, in that leadership role. Yeah. Well, I think um, one other thing that is really important in, uh, I'll, gee, I, I lost it, man. I had it and I lost it. We'll have to come back. I'll, I'll, it'll come back to me. Cool. My bad. Take your time. Yeah. No worries, man. If anyone listening today, I know we have quite a few people on, um, watching live with us so if you have any questions for matt timmy please pop them below and that will be more than excited to answer those questions for you um and we have a few more questions we can go through today um as well but i love those five steps so matt let's repeat those five steps together so everyone, everyone can make sure they have a, a really clear picture on what they are yeah so number one is admit your pain if you don't feel like you have pain in your life, you're not going to take action. Number two is do your research. You need to find somebody that you can build a relationship of trust with because it's your health. Number three is have clear goals. We can't celebrate your milestones unless we know what you're shooting for. And celebration is important, right? Think Absolutely. about this. Think about all the memes I send you on Instagram, right? <laughs> and a lot of them are about people that have 
regular jobs. You and I don't have regular jobs. We own our own businesses. But when I used to have a regular job, you haven't, you haven't really ever had a regular job, which is great. Um, it, you know, it's funny because we can relate to those things where we have clients that can relate to those things. Um, so that anyways, that, that is, uh, you know, having the, you're not celebrated in those jobs where people hate their job and they show up and they show up. When did you get celebrated at your job last? When did you get, if you're in a bad relationship, when you came in the door, did your significant other or spouse celebrate you? No, they didn't. And it's the same thing. It gets worse and worse over time. So when you get to, when you're making progress with something that's important and you have a coach and they celebrate you, mm. baby, I got celebrated today. That's great. No, that it doesn't happen anywhere else. But these people that care about my health and fitness and are, are helping me win, winners win. How great is that? Like, that's awesome. Number four is commit. Either you're in or out. I'm not going to chase you. I don't have time to chase you. There's other people that will take your spot. Yes. We can't help everybody. We can't. We can grow our teams and eventually get to you. But there's only so many spots, right? You can't, your coaches aren't going to work 70 hours a week coaching because they're not going to be effective at that right. point. You're going to have to find another coach and train them and teach them your systems and teach them how to change people's lives. But that's going to take time. So you might not have a spot if you don't commit today. Mm. This is that's as simple as it is. And then you got to do the work. That's, yeah. it's not sexy. Sometimes it's not fun in fitness. I tell this is the analogy I like to use. So my favorite restaurant is benchmark in Perrysburg. Okay. What, what's your favorite restaurant in Fishers? Don't say IHOP. Don't say and, uh, IHOP has, has hit, hit the lower ranks. You know, you know, I went to back for IHOP. Uh, man, probably, probably, Wild eggs, wild oh, eggs. Oh, I, I went to wild yeah, eggs. Yeah, we went there together. Yes, I remember that. Yeah, great so place. Wild eggs. So you go, you go after church, right? Occasionally. Yes. So yeah. say, so after church, you've served and you're going into wild eggs, and you sit down and they say, "Gee, it's good to see you. Did you have a good time at church?" And you're like, "Yeah." They're like, "Cool. Uh, come on back to the kitchen. You're gonna cook your own meal today." That's what fitness is. I have to get you in. I have to convince you to commit to the program and buy into the vision and get you celebrated, but you have to do all the work. It's a tough sell. The only people that have a harder sell than selling fitness is selling physical therapy because you had a significant injury that you're trying to come back from, or you have a lot of pain that you're physically working through. Mm -hmm. I never want to see my physical therapist ever. Nobody's excited about that. And a lot of people aren't excited to go to the gym. And so that's why you have to find a, something that you are excited about. I haven't trained alone in a long time. Remember how, how you used to train when you're competing? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mindset, focus, focus, no one else. Yes. Headphones, hoodie up, mean mugging, <laughs> all those things. I used to love that. I don't love that anymore. I love being in a group. I love being around people. I love time efficiency in and out in 45 minutes because yes. I'm working all the time. And so that stuff is really important to me. It's important to a lot of our clients. Um, so those are the five things. Last one is do the work. You will not yeah. win if you do not do the work. One thing I want to add to number five real quick is one thing I've 
change about, about my mindset and that we help with our clients with is looking at the opportunity versus the obligation. Yeah, meal prep's not fun. Doing cardio is not fun. You're eating these meals that you enjoy, but may not have, you know, the volume that you want is not fun. But the opportunity, the positive benefit from doing so, when we focus ourselves on, hey, what am I going to get out of this by being consistent with this? That opportunity can give a much more positive light and motivation to be consistent to accomplish that task more so than only look at the obligation. Oh man, I have to do cardio today. No, change the language. I get to do cardio to improve my longevity, my health, to spend more time with my spouse, my friends, and to be, to be more energetic chasing my kids. There's so many positives, but all too often this negative world, or so it seems, you know, we always focus on the negatives or the obligation that things that we have to do to, to achieve a certain goal. For sure. It came back to me. So when you're talking about research, um, there is so many different ways to help people. And as coaches, it has to be a client-centered focus. It Absolutely. can't be, we're going to do it this one way. So perfect example, we had some, I had somebody that, that came in and sat down with me yesterday and um, she's so excited because her kids are 14 and 11. They're very dependent on her, but they're at the, at a point where she's like, you're going to have to do some things on yourself on your own because I need to take care of myself. She has MS. And as we were going through the conversation, she also has, has had eating disorders since she was 18. She's in her forties. And so one of the services that we offer is habit-based nutrition coaching, but in her specific situation. And so like we had a great conversation. She was super excited and she only wants to strength train. She's like, I don't know how to strength train. I've never lifted weights in my life and I want to learn. And I'm like, cool. It's a skill set. We will teach you how to do that. But I said, you know, just to be thorough, I do want to share with you that we have habit-based nutrition coaching. I said, based on everything that you shared with me, we can't help you with, with your challenges. Um, it's outside of our scope. Now on your team, you have a lot of awesome coaches. Um, you're a registered dietitian. So you have far more education than probably a lot of people on your team and a lot of people on my team, including myself, and you have the skill set and the tools to help somebody that has an eating disorder or has struggled with the eating disorder in the past or has a medical condition that can be influenced by food choices mm. like MS. And, and MS isn't necessarily always in, influenced by food choices, but it certainly makes an impact. Um, it exercise makes an impact as well. So we can help her with the exercise. So I, I said, hey, do you have a, a relationship with an RD? And she said, yeah, you know, I've been working on an office RD for a long time. And that made me feel good because one, I was transparent that, hey, we do have the service. Two, I was transparent. I can't provide you the service because it's not going to be at the level that you need. And three, I'm glad that you already had that relationship. Otherwise, mm. we can get you connected with somebody that can help you. Mm, and I so love that. that goes back to doing your research. Yeah. Of, is, this, is this a one size fits all? Because that might not work for me. Mm. And so you have to, you know, that's one other thing that ask questions when you're having a conversation, we're going to ask you a lot of questions because we need to know about you, but are you asking us questions? My neighbors are looking at how terrible my weeds are. That was actually an example that I had as well, but I don't think that we'll get there. I can see them. They're, they're looking at the weeds on the side of my house. That's when you say that I have a neighbor who I'm not sure if you saw my story. Recently, I, did. But I did see it. Yeah. I have a weed problem too. Well, 
the the weeds are not the problem. Me going out to do the weeds is the problem. And especially right. vines that come up houses that have stumps that have roots five, four foot in the ground. So um, it's interesting. We have, <laughs> we must live in very similar lifestyles, Matt, because I don't do a lot of things outside, especially with weeds and vines and things. But um, it sounds like you have some, some, or you or Kat has some, some uh, landscape you can do pretty soon. Yeah. Well, so actually I'll just, I'll tell you the story. So I'd love to hear it. this, well, this is the analogy is, I am not going to go spend the time to, I mean, literally you, you would think that they're flowers because they do have flowers. <laughs> and I saw a bird this morning before I went to the gym that was taking the cotton. I don't know what kind of flower it is, but it's a, a flower that has cotton in it. And a bird was sitting on the branch of the weed, taking the cotton out of it and then it flew away. I'm like, man, it's going to be a comfortable nest, but I am going to hire somebody to take care of that problem for me because I don't value that. I value other things I can do with my time. I will pay just like I will pay to have a cleaner. I'll pay them 800 bucks a month to keep the gym clean. So I can focus on more important things for our clients and focus on more important things for our team. I'm not going to go out there and do that. I'm not going to do it. I will pay somebody. It's probably going to be more than I want to pay, but I, a, I don't know how to do it. B I don't care to do it. C I'm not going to take the time to learn. And so when you are hiring somebody, to help you solve a problem, I'm going to hire them to solve a problem. And this goes back to having the clear goals. I'm going to have to walk it with them. Yeah, you can hire, I can hire you as my coach to help me with nutrition. But if I don't have the clear goals, you can't coach me because you don't know what I want. So if I don't walk it with them, I'm, I just say, hey, it's a mess. They're going to be like, <laughs> it is a mess. What do you want us to do with it? What part do you want us to focus on? Because the price could be 2000 bucks to do this, or it could be 500 bucks to do it, but the scope of work is going to be different. So what do you want? So I have to do that. Just like when I had, when I'm finding the cleaning company, I had to show them exactly. I'm like, yo, around this column, it's going to accumulate dust because I did a bad job of cutting the rubber three years ago and it collects dust and hair. So you got to vacuum it with the hose. It has to be done that way. I've tried every other way. It won't get done. Can you do it with the hose? Can you commit to that? And they said, yes. I'm like family. You guys are like family. Awesome. Thank you for sharing that story, Matt. That's, that's really interesting. I love how you always prioritize what's most important in your life and you delegate and you, you look forward, you do your research and make those relationships to find who's the best fit for, uh, to, to, you know, to complete that service for you. And I have a landscaping guy. He does my landscaping at the gym. I have a relationship with him. He does a good job. When his team doesn't do a good job, I call him and I say, wow, I'm really surprised that your team didn't do what we talked about. Can you have them fix it? And he's like, yeah, man, they'll, they'll be back over and they'll fix the job. And I'm not going to pay him more for it because that's what we agreed to. But I know that he's a man of integrity yep. and that he'll get the job done and that he'll give his team the feedback. He doesn't know he's not at every job site. So if I don't give him the feedback that his team didn't do what they said that they were going to do, then he can't help them get better. People want to be good at things. I want to be good Absolutely. at my job. I want to be good at fitness. I want to be good in my relationships. I want to be good with my finance. Wow. Everybody's coming over to look at the weeds. Maybe there's like, <laughs> maybe there's a person I should check to see if there's a person laying in the grass. Cause maybe it's something else and it's not the weeds. I'm pretty oh, sure. Man. Anyways, keep, let's, let's keep rolling. Yeah, Matt, man, no, it's been awesome, man. Thank you so much for your time tonight, all the value you've given us. And, and for those who are listening who are in the Perrysburg, Ohio, or surrounding areas, please go check out Vault Health and Fitness. Vault Health and Fitness. Did I, did I say that correctly? You got it. You got it. Hey, Garrett, before we wrap up, I know, I know yeah. we're at the hour mark. 
I want to share one other thing. So you had sent me some, uh, some questions in advance. And um, so I spent some time looking at these and there was one that I want to hit on before we wrap up. Sure. It, there must be something in the bush because they're like right outside the, uh, the window. This is interesting. Oh, wow. Um, sorry, sorry, I'm losing focus. So um, the question that you had asked was uh, tell us about a time that when you were working with someone who was stuck in their head thinking that someone was going to save them. How did you coach that client to success? I thought for a long time about this one and I wish I had a great, um, I wish I had a great answer and I don't, um, it hasn't happened yet. Mm. And so the reason it hasn't happened is that I can't convince you that you need to do this. And it goes back to the point that I'm not going to chase you because now I've seen it enough. I have enough data where I know that, um, that unless you're ready, if you're at a point where you can take action, you're ready to take action, then I can help you. And so if they are stuck and that they think somebody else is going to save them, that's part of the problem that they think somebody else is coming to do this work. They're not, it's never going to happen. And again, it's going to be a pain accumulation at some point where it's enough where, mm. where then they're actually going to take action. So I, I didn't have an answer for you. Mm. It just has not happened. Um, so that uh, I, I felt like that was important to share because there's no amount of convincing that I can do I see. to help you change your life because it's, mm. it's your life and I can't care about it more than, uh, than you do. I'm glad you brought that up because I, I, I feel that even some people may think that someone would put, pour so much in. Yeah, I was a health coach at First Merchants Bank for five years before I went uh, full-time with Tandem. And so my job was to almost convince, use, use all these motivational strategies and, and tools and tactics to, to make people feel like, hey, this is a change I need to make. And these are like very extensive and comprehensive counseling strategies. And a coach, most times a nutrition coach, is not going to have that type of coaching there. We work with people who are committed to making a change, are ready to make a change. And yeah, when you get off track and feel unmotivated, we're going to help you feel more motivated and help you feel more inspired to take action based upon the reasons you want to change. But ultimately, I feel like that initial step in changing your lifestyle and your health has to come from the client itself. Do you agree? Yeah, absolutely. For sure. Wonderful. Well, Matt, I cannot thank you more. I cannot thank you enough, man, for your time today. You gave you gave so much value. Where can people find you? Can and learn more about you and what you do um, on social media or around your uh, your community? Yeah, I would say uh, Facebook is a good spot. So Matt Temby, last name is T E M B Y. Uh, you can follow me on Instagram at Temby Training. Um, you can also follow along at the. Uh, you can follow our journey at the gym. Um, if you're in Northwest Ohio, the best thing to do is go to vaulthealth.fit. Um, I know .fit is sometimes hard to remember. So unlockyourbetter.com will also get you to the same spot. Um, so again, it's, it's think about getting better. So unlocking that better. And we help people unlock their better through coaching. We're a coaching business just like you are. Um, even though people see us as a gym, we, we are a coaching business. And um, we would love to to be in touch and at least have a conversation with you if that's something that you need help with. But uh, thank you for your time. This was a pleasure. Absolutely. And please reach out to Matt if you have any questions. Comment any questions below and we'll get to those. But everyone, thank you for tuning in. We'll see you next Thursday at 7 p.m. Eastern time. And again, Matt, thank you for your time, all your value and all the information you provided, man. We really appreciate it. Absolutely. Thanks. Take care, buddy. 
Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of the Tandem Talk Show. If you're enjoying the podcast, please feel free to rate, subscribe, and leave a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. We really appreciate that effort. Until next time.